You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Pet Life Radio and Win With Dogs. I'm your host, Raquel. Thanks for joining us again for another exciting episode. Today, I have a very special guest. Well, I think they're all special. (laughs) But today, I will be speaking with Megan Blake. Megan is a pet lifestyle coach and host of the PBS show Animal Attractions TV. And she just was a part of something called Two Dogs 2,000 Miles. And she and her dog, Super Smiley, joined Luke and his two dogs and walked 2,000 miles across the country. She joined him for a leg of that trek to raise awareness for canine cancer and research. And I'm very excited to talk about this subject. Cancer is extremely prevalent in our dogs these days. I just lost my beloved Angus about a year ago to cancer and consider myself quite a savvy pup parent. And, you know, there's just sometimes you just can't save them, unfortunately. But hopefully Megan will shed some light on this wonderful cause that she took part in and some things that we can do to combat cancer. And it'll be great to get her perspective. So please don't go away. We'll be right back after this break from our sponsors. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Silvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do, and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Music. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Welcome back to the show. Again, Megan is my guest today. Welcome to the show, Megan. Hey, Raquel. It's very nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. You're and Super so... Smiley's in the room, too, so thanks for having us on, I'll say. <laughs> Yay. Shout out to Super Smiley. I got my Regal Beagle in the room, too. So <laughs> we're, <Yeah>. we're surrounded <laughs> with the love, the canine love. I'm very, 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 as I'm sure a lot of dog parents and you know, cat parent, animal parents are concerned about this upsurge of canine cancer. And I believe it's one in four dogs right now are dying of canine cancer. So I understand you took part in a trek across America with Luke and yes. his two dogs. Yes, um, Luke's been walking for two years now from Austin towards Boston. And, right. Um, he invited me to join him in New England. So we started around New Haven, Connecticut and walked up to Madison. And um, I was there walking with him for a week with Super Smiley. And it was wonderful. The amount, the main thing that struck me were, were the amount of people that, um, that reached out to us that had been, who had been touched by canine cancer or yeah. cancer within their, their own family, their human family. And like you said, it is on the uprise, both, both for dogs and cats and humans, and Luke's mission is to find a prevention for the cancer. And he's using the dogs as, as an example because dogs get the same kind of cancers that people do. They get bone cancer, yep. breast cancer is the same, and he's hoping that by researching the dogs through comparative oncology that we can find an answer for humans as well and we can actually prevent this terrible disease. Yeah, I think that's so great, and I, being a crossover worker as well. I work with humans and animals and I often tell people that we share two to three hundred common diseases, our canine pals and we do, and we're seeing an also an increase in prescription drug treatments and some radical conventional medicine treatments when it comes to cancer. So I think this is really important to talk about because we need to come up with some ways to, like you're saying, prevent it and deal with it because obviously we're not doing a good job. What do you think one of the reasons is that we are seeing such an increase in canine cancer? Well, my personal opinion um, is I think it must be environmental. Obviously, some dog breeds are more prone to cancer, like the lab right. Golden Retrievers, and first of all, I'm very Scotties. sorry the loss of your dog. And No, it was so, it's so horrible. I lost two dogs two years ago within three days of each other to cancer and yeah. had them for 15 years so you can imagine how devastating yeah. that was yeah. for me and it's devastating for everyone I know you know that personally and, it's um, just a terrible thing because you they're just waste away you can't do I mean you know, know death in like itself this, is bad but it's just a, not a good way to watch someone no go. And as you said you're a very savvy canine parent as as I consider myself also, and we did um, the conventional medical treatments with the best people in Los Angeles who are affiliated right. with UCLA. I mean, top medical. We also used alternative. We were doing hormone therapies, acupuncture, and mm. it's just so sad because you, you cannot save them when, it, when, when, this, when this disease strikes. And I look yeah. at it, as, as does Luke, as the dogs are sort of our canary in the coal mine, meaning mm -hmm. that they're... Um, in our same environment that we're in. They're in the yards with the pesticides. They're breathing the yep. same air. They're eating basically the same food. I mean, they eat dogs the food. The same although crap. Many people, <laughs> Let's rephrase. Yeah, many people the feed same raw, crappy but it's food. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's from the same environment. So I think that you asked me why I think they're getting it and why it's on the rise. I personally believe it's environmental. 
I do too. And I think, you know, I have learned so much from animals and I really do. I'm glad you mentioned that as, you know, one of the purposes of Luke and also you think your trek is to learn from the animals. And I do believe that animals are here for us to learn. You know, they're not, they're small little creatures. They're affected the same way. They're made up of muscles and bones, you know, and and I think they metastasize stuff and metabolize things faster in their sums. So I do believe we can learn from them because they are on a, they're on a quicker path timeline wise as they age. So I think that's, that's great. And environmental, I just want to, touch on that a minute for anyone listening out there you know Megan's saying that she believes that it's environmental and I do too and one of the things I think we see even in humans is that nutritionally exercise you know you know the types of chemicals and toxins that are around us are really affecting us and our dogs so environmentally can we maybe give our listeners some pointers on things that they can do that they have control of changing to maybe get in a more preventively healthy lifestyle for their pup? Yes, and it's basically the same thing we do for ourselves. Um, I don't use any pesticides in my yard. I try to do all natural um, bug control. (laughs) Same thing in my house. I don't use any chemical cleansers. I clean my house with palm olive and vinegar. That's what I clean everything in my house with, and it's clean. I don't um, clean the carpets with, you know, those, those carpet cleaners or yes. some people can condition their carpets. I don't even understand what that is. But I clean them. You know, it's deep steam yeah. clean. And yeah. It dries, and you vacuum it, and it's clean. Before you go on, I just want to say on the cleaning, you know, oregano oil, tea tree oil, lavender, these are all natural ingredients that you can, I mean, you can seriously get, like, Megan's saying some palm olive, put a few drops of tea tree oil in there, put some eucalyptus, and, you know, that is also very helpful. So continue. Sorry to interrupt. Definitely. No, 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 definitely. And then many people put the um, tick and flea control on their dogs year-round just as they think, oh, my dog needs this. I'm doing this as a good thing. Um, I don't put any medication on them at all unless they, they actually get some infestation, like in the summertime, you know, sometimes there are more ticks and fleas, and you have to weigh this balance. All I'm saying is make conscious choices, because these are pesticides. Try the tea tree oil, as you mentioned. There are several other alternatives, and, um, you know, just give them good baths. Some people have swimming pools. A lot of times the dog just goes swimming and gets rid of the ticks yeah. and fleas. But sometimes yeah. you do have to use these poisons, but I'm just saying make conscious choices See? as to what you're doing. And I'm really glad you said that. And I was going to ask you about that because I, um, when I talk holistic health with pet parents, I am like you. I do not treat my dogs with any chemical, flea preventive, topical, ingestible, none of that. And I'm in the South. I'm in Nashville. And there are fleas and ticks, obviously. But, you know, parasites tend to go for dogs that have a dirtier system. So if you're feeding your dogs well, you're not over-vaccinating them. You're not flooding them with a bunch of drugs. I think, you know, the, the fleas and ticks don't really even go after the cleaner dogs. Have you right, found well, that? You know, I mean, well, I think yes, dogs... Yes, I have found that because some people, they say, what do you treat your dogs with? And I will have gone 
six months without putting anything, any chemical on them, and they mm-hmm. just look at me like, like either that can't be true or I must be crazy, but it is yeah. true. But you do need it to watch true. it because if they do get an infestation, obviously we need to take care of them so they're, so they're not itching or uncomfortable or they're not getting diseases transferred from the tick. So it, right. it's a balance that you really have to watch everything. It's kind of like when we get sick, do we take antibiotics or not? Sometimes you really yeah. need them and you've got to take them to get well, but you don't just take them because you feel like you're, getting, you're coming down with something. It's the same Exactly, thing. exactly. And brewer's yeast is a good, you can add garlic, brewer's yeast, stuff like that to their food, which also kind of repels the parasites. Right. And I found that they like garlic and brewer's yeast. Yeah, (laughs) they love it. Rice. I'm sure you've done this because rice is such a good um, basic food for dogs. You can make some hamburger and rice casserole. Yes. Really great people feed too. Put the brewer's yeast and garlic in there and man, they will think you have made them the feast, feast of a lifetime, right? Uh, Yes. And cooking for your dogs is, I mean, I don't feed, I cook for my dogs as well. And actually, I found a new great food. I don't know if you are aware of a company called The Honest Kitchen, but it's dehydrated fruits and vegetables. It's It's my new favorite thing. I'm like, "Ah." it's fantastic. That's what Luke carried with him on the trip. So Luke, this is so cool. It's like doing a a commercial for them. Luke carried Honest Kitchen with him on the trail, and Smiley's appetite was a bit off, obviously, from flying across the country. Oh, let me say, Continental Airlines sponsored Smiley's flight across the country to help speak for cancer and for his campaign, which is to adopt throwaway dogs. So I want to thank Continental Airlines for that. And when we got there, though, his appetite was a bit off, and um, and he started eating the, the Honest Kitchen, and he loved it. So it's awesome, yes, dude. Yes, it's great. I personally, there's for those listening, you can go to thehonestkitchen.com, but it is. It's dehydrated fruits and vegetables, and some of these, they have different um, versions of this food. Some of them have meat added. Some of them don't. But the main thing when you're feeding your pet is you want the most bioavailable nutrients possible. So Obviously, as I've said before on the show, you get food that's sitting on the shelf or intended to sit in a can or a shelf for forever. I mean, nothing's alive in that food. Exactly. The enzymes are all dead. Right. That's the best way to say it is nothing's alive. I have horses also, so I give them carrot treats, you know, every day, Mm -hmm. daily. And the dogs love the carrot. I'll cut up little pieces and throw it to them, you know, so it's a little game. And they just crunch those carrots. And that's that's alive food. And I'm always so happy when I see them eating the carrots. Yes. Because I know that they're getting good nutrition. And I am like fanatical about nutrition. And I, I'm the same way with my human clients. It's you are what you eat. And, you know, just because you go to the store and, you know, you buy a nice shiny red apple and it looks good. Well, if it was grown with a bunch of pesticides and, you know, coming from just the wrong environment growing, it's going to be unhealthy. Even though it looks right. and tastes like an apple, it's not an apple. <laughs> you exactly. know? I do know uh, organic is so important. And so many places around the country now are having these local farmer's markets. And yeah. some of them are pesticide treated. But more and more and more, these farmer's markets are offering organic food because they're realizing that people are, they know the difference and they are selecting the organic. So check out your local farmer's market. Yeah, that's a great, great tip, too, for sure. Let's take a quick pause so we can get our sponsor advertisements in. Everyone out there, please don't go away. Megan, you don't go away either. (laughs) Smiley, you don't go away. And we'll be right back after this quick break. Hang tight. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. 
valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsadlife.org. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi candid pictures of you and your pet for up-to-date pet friendly events activities and pet related services and products pet planet magazine is your final destination i shall take this magazine home with me back to your home planet no to my condo in boca pet planet magazine check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578 it's out of this world When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake. Welcome to Woodstock. Woodstock is the Beverly Hills Dog Festival. They have lots of dogs for adoption. And Super Smiley opened the event with his Super Smiley dance for dog adoption. And Smiley wants you to know that the coolest thing you can do is get a throwaway dog. And we're on our way to Operation Fitness to do it again. Operation Fitness! You love your doggies? Who out there loves their dogs? That's wrong, you guys! I'm Smiley Dog. Hit. 
Okay, everyone. Thanks for holding. We're back. Yay. Not a moment too soon. Anyway, Megan Blake is still with us, thankfully. And hello. And she she has a great website I want to turn you guys on to. And these will all be listed under the episode info on the show. But it is MeganHartsPets.com. And that is all spelled out. M-E-G-A-N-H-E-A-R-T-S. P-E-T-S.com, and you can read about Luke Robinson's 2,000-mile trek, canine cancer trek, and just find out more about it. His website is 2dogs2000miles.org, and it's the number 2, D-O-G-S, 2000-M-I-L-E-S.org, and please check it out and just get hip to this new movement. And Megan... Yes. So we've talked about cancer. Obviously, it's on the rise. We know that we need to just treat our dogs' bodies like our bodies with respect and healthfully and all of that. And I just want to ask you and kind of feed into another subject. You know, temperamentally, I feel like good nutrition changes a dog in its behavior. Have you found that to be true also in your Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, there's so many ways it changes the behavior. If a dog is needing, is lacking in a nutrient, what mm-hmm. are they going to do? They're going to start looking for it someplace else. Some of them yeah. eat furniture. They eat dirt. They eat they eat um, feces. I hate to say that, but they do. They poop, serious poop eaters. Problems. <laughs> yeah, and they, they start tearing things up because they're literally, they're, cra- they're just like chew, 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 looking for something. Um, absolutely. absolutely. That's yeah, right. That's- and also, energetically... If a body is not balanced, the energy waves, you know, if you think of sound waves, synchronous, pleasant sound is nice, beautiful, curved waves, very, you know, very synchronous, symmetry, all of that. And you, you get into angst wave or distorted sound waves and they're squared off and they're pointy and they're asymmetric. I think the same happens in our nerve pathways. So a lot of times you have dogs that are very hyper or behaviorally challenged and this or, is because their nerve path is challenged. It can seem like that, I didn't mean to interrupt you, I'm sorry, but I, just, no. I agree completely with what you're saying. It can almost seem like they're bipolar. Don't you agree? Absolutely. It just like going, that sometimes they're just lethargic, yep. they don't want to do anything, yep. then they get up and they're crazy. Um, yep. My dog Angel here, um, I have another dog who was abandoned in the desert when she was four months old and she had been turned into the shelter four times and had berserk written across her paperwork in red oh. and they would not show her to me because she was, in quotes, berserk, and there was yeah. nothing wrong with this dog. She's the most Absolutely. wonderful, amazing dog, and it had to do with her trauma, but also I believe the nutrition has a lot to do with it, just as it does in children, human children. I agree, and you know, this is a great way to talk about another campaign of Super Smiley, Your Dog and You, and, and it's your happy campaign, which is raising awareness on getting dogs adopted out, the dogs that nobody wants. And I love this. I do a lot of volunteer work around Nashville where I do just that. I go to the shelters and work with the worst dogs, quote unquote, and do yeah. energy work and do all that, you know, massage and stretching and integrate them. And, and tell me about that campaign. I think that's fabulous, too. Well, I think it's you. operator error and <laughs> not the dogs. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I like that operator error. And first of all, I love what you do, too, that you go to these, these shelters. So thank you on behalf yes, of all the dogs you. for what you do. But, um, yes, Smiley and I were watching TV, and we saw the PSAs on television, which are very, very important because people know, need to know how these dogs are, are just abandoned and how sad they are. But we thought, this, this is just too sad because even people who love animals, they change the channel. It's like they just can't see that yeah, again. So we exactly. decided 
or Smiley told me rather, that he wanted to start a happy campaign for throwaways, which is what he was. He was abandoned in downtown L.A., and that's mm-hmm. what Angel was, and my horse was going to slaughter, and Toot Sweet the Travel Kitty was thrown out in the bushes as a kitten. So we call them throwaways. And um, so he actually entered a photo contest, which he's never done before because that's not his M.O., but he ran it as an election <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be elected spokes dog for throwaways. And he started late, but he got thousands of votes and ended up in third place, and we donated all of our winnings to Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Utah, which is one of the most awesome places awesome. on the planet. I love that place. I love, yes. love that place. If, yes, yeah, it's, tell it's everyone anyone, how to find out about that. Go to bestfriends.org, and they will have information about their Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, which is in Utah. It is, um, covers 300,000 acres, and they rescue everything. Llamas, yeah. sheep, dogs, cats, pigs, horses. If, if it needs a home, they will give it a forever home, and they will try to help it find an adoptive home. But if it doesn't work out, they take every single animal back. So if you have a chance to go volunteer and have an amazing, life-changing experience, oh, go completely. to that There's so nothing Smiley, like – sorry, go ahead. I keep well, interrupting I'm just gonna you. I'm going to get back to Smiley's <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, <laughs> go. Go there, woman. Go there. <laughs> okay, we just have so much to talk about. I love it. So Smiley um, decided that we needed this campaign. So he um, he did very well in that campaign. Then he wrote a song and, and produced a music video, which is of him and Angel and Starfire, our horse, and Toot Sweet running around the backyard. And it's very, very fun and funny and upbeat. Part of the words are, the coolest thing you can do is get a throwaway dog. Let's rock. It's true. Adopt the dog. Don't go to the store. There are millions like me. Why help make more? I'm Smiley the dog. <laughs> I am so it's funny, 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 cute, 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 and it's already running on several radio stations across New England now because that's where he was with his oh. radio PSAs, and we're going to expand it to television PSAs and just see what we can do because we want people to not to know that adopting a dog that needs a home that is sad and sick, that is a wonderful thing to do. But some people, they just can't go there. So we want them to know that not only is it rescuing your dog, man, it is awesome and cool. If you want to be cool, you go get you a throwaway dog, and that's, that's where it's at. Yeah, and that's, you know, most of my dogs have been rescue dogs, and there's nothing like... The feeling, I mean, you talk about an ego boost for me, for the human, to know that you have saved this creature. I mean, my Regal Beagle is so sweet. He's almost one. And, you know, we just found him by the side of the road with a tiny little kitty kennel. No one wanted him. And he was really wild and timid and aggressive and all the things that anyone with trauma can be. But he is the sweetest, most appreciative, grateful, loving dog I don't know. I just cannot imagine that people think that dogs are ruined when all they need is love and attention and affection. And, you know, they throw so many dogs are getting thrown away, as you say, and animals well, they are they, millions and millions. It's, <laughs> and think about this. If you imagine dogs lined up side by side by side by side. You know, there'd mm-hmm. be maybe a foot a piece they would take up. Then they're over 5,000 feet in a mile. So that's 5,000 dogs in one mile. Then imagine that a million dogs. Six yeah. to eight million dogs a year are turned into shelters. Imagine that mile after mile after mile with dog after dog. And it, that's a way to get that image in your mind. And it is, oh, it just makes me so sad when you actually visualize it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And as so, Gandhi said, and many people believe, you know, we, I think that's who said that, that you can really judge a nation's 
character on how they treat their animals. John did and, say that. He did. And I am just over the whole, you know, slaughterhouses. I don't know. It's just, it's gotten out of hand. And I, I'm just grateful for people like you who, you know, I think that people get misconstrued as like we're humanizing the animals. It's like, no, we're integrating them because we're all oh, human oh, beings. Let, let me speak Interconnected. And my dogs, um, they live in my house. They sleep on the floor next to me in the cushiest bed ever. I kiss them. I love them. I hug them. But they, I do not humanize them. Dogs have a dog brain. Horses have a horse brain. Cats right. have a cat brain. Humans have a human brain. So when you treat your dog like a dog with a strong pack structure where you're the leader, and some people think that pack structure, when you talk about pack structure, that that means that you're mean and you're like a drill sergeant. No, a good pack leader provides shelter, security, I mean, structure and protection. Yeah. And that's what a it's, pack leader is. And if yeah. you provide that, your dog is not out trying to bite other dogs or growling at people. You're the protector. Your dog can yeah. be relaxed and happy and not worry about having to be on guard. Oh, what do I do? That's what being a pack leader is. And thinking that way is treating your dog like a dog, which is an honor. We need to honor and elevate a cat as a cat a dog is a dog and a horse is a horse and it doesn't even mean that we're better than them as humans. I think that their senses and their intuition and their wisdom is actually far greater and ours. They get very offended. They're like, oh, how dare you say my dog's a dog? He's like a person. No, that's what's insulting your dog. Honor your dog (laughs) as a dog. And that's that's where you're honoring him and that's where you're elevating him to the highest that he was created to be, a dog. And that's the other thing, though, is that just because you give your dog proper nutrients and vitamins and just because you, you know, let them sleep in the house and just because you talk to them and kiss them and love on them doesn't mean you're treating them like a person. You're treating them like what every being needs. And I, I think it's funny. I still get people say, oh, I don't feed my dog people food. And I say, what is people food? What is people people food? food? People food is people food. What do you mean? It's, it's just good food, right? It's good food <laughs> or bad food. I say, so you feed your dog food from a bag or a can. Right. Yeah. Or, I said, that's or, not food. <laughs> and sometimes people think of people food as processed packaged food. Well, that, that's actually not people food either. That's processed packaged food, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so I think it's interesting this whole debate or just this whole thing we're talking about raising awareness about, you know, just what a body needs to thrive, I feel like we really can tap into the human psyche because I butt up against this a lot where I'm encouraging people to make healthier choices for their pets and that challenges them to make kind of adjustments in their own lives. Oh, and often very interesting. So, yeah, oftentimes they're not taking care of themselves either. So when you challenge them or recommend that, you know, invite them to make better choices for their dogs, they are like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm not going to even cook for myself that well. Why would I cook for my dogs? Which is a whole yeah. nother issue. <laughs> then yeah, it's like, when- why don't you take good care of yourself? And it's raising awareness. You use that phrase and raising awareness on a, a big perspective, um, meaning taking care of yourself and your dog. Oh, and that's something else that dogs offer us. You, you mentioned earlier about how dogs teach us, and I believe that completely. And I believe dogs are also are our healers and our teachers. And if oh, you yeah. exercise your dog, you go out with your dog, that is lowering your heart rate. It's lowering yes. your blood pressure. It's, it's getting you know, good oxygen flowing through you. And the way I like to say it is it raises our happy chemicals. There are Absolutely. healers and teachers. Yes. 
Yeah, that's so true. And Megan, you're not going to believe this, but we're already out of time. Oh, I do believe <laughs> it. Like, time flies, and I had so much fun. Thank you so much. Thanks for all of your knowledge and all of your work with dogs. Anyone out there listening who wants to find out more about Megan, she's on Facebook. You can go to MeganBlake.com, MeganHeartsPets.com. Again, check out Luke's website, 2Dogs2000Miles.org. And just, again, I hope that this podcast has helped you listeners to just put some more tools in your tool belt and get out there and make good choices for your dogs because, Megan, we're all in this together, don't you think? (laughs) Absolutely. One Earth, all the animals, we're all in this together. Absolutely. So without further ado, or no, that's the beginning of a a segment. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I have to bid you adieu, (laughs) I I thank you so much for being on the show, and I hope you'll come back and be a guest again. Thank you. I would love to come back anytime and thank you for what you do spreading these positive, happy messages. Thank you. Smiley, thank you too. Oh, good. And again, it's been another fun day here at Win With Dogs. Thanks for listening to Megan and I and Smiley. And I hope you go out and take on the day. Mark, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been another fun show. Tune in next time. Bye. Bye. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. <laughs>